welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, all kinds of places to look for us. Please like and subscribe on any of them or all of them. We also love interacting with our audience, so join us on all the social platforms such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and many more. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. We know you have lots of options. We are glad that you choose us from time to time. Uh, Please like and subscribe. Do all the things that came at the beginning of this. Uh, For those of you on Rumble and YouTube, I don't do the the, the pre-show stuff. So please like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Make sure that this word is getting out there. What we are trying to do here at Healthy Perspectives is help. Uh, That's what we're trying to do. We, you know, we want to try to make a difference in a positive way. And today it's going to be about the state of the union. Now I know I am not a political podcast uh, by nature, but to take on social cultural issues, it is very important that we not be naive here at Healthy Perspectives. We of course will give it a real good old fashioned therapeutic lens to look through. So you're going to get therapeutic content here that my hope is helps you see through some of this uh, political uh, nuanced like communication stuff Uh, because what we want to do is make a difference. And if you learn to be more attentive to your own issues, your own biases, your own stuff, and how to hear the message that people are delivering in a way that's effective and healthy, then we think that that's a big win for our country, for, for you as individuals and for us, you know, being helpers, trying to make a difference. So a uh, little, little uh, bias disclaimer. Um, I, I want to give you a heads up. I'm not going to have a ton of bias on this today. And you're probably going, Oh, you're, you know, everybody's always biased. I, I know, but I'm specifically designing in, uh, so those those fishing nets, those things that catch stuff uh, and keep the bias out of this discussion today as much as I possibly can, knowing that no matter what, we are going to have blind spots. Uh, but I, I've got a framework that I'm going to I'm going to go over a therapeutic framework that I'm going to lay over the top of this uh, State of the Union address uh, by Joe Biden. So at the time of this recording, I want to, I want to give you some background as to what I've done to prevent bias. Um, and again, it's imperfect, uh, but it is, is very good first steps. Uh, one, I have only watched the state of the union. I have not watched any, uh, you know, highlights that other people have cut out. I have not gone onto social media and looked around for any of that content. Matter of fact, it was pretty tough this morning to make sure that I, I maintain uh, as, as little bias as possible. One of the things that I did uh, when I got on to put my, my daily post on uh, Facebook and Twitter and all of those different social media platforms, I went in and I did that and I didn't look at the other stuff. I literally went in, did my post, got off. I, in matter of fact, probably one of the shortest time periods I've been on social media in months, uh, because I wanted to maintain a, the, the least amount of bias possible. 
And, you know, as soon as I see uh, one of those, I don't know, I'm sure they're out there, memes or one of those, you know, so-and-so commenting on the, the, uh, the State of the Union address, once I see that, then I then have some of that bias in me. Now, that doesn't equate for all of the bias that I had previously, right? But in this particular situation, I'm digesting it as it is, not as somebody else has decided I ought to see it. So yes, I still have, you know, things from my own history going back that could slant this potentially. Um, but I'm even going to take some steps to account for that. So keep that in mind. I have only seen the speech and that is it. I haven't seen any of the aftermath. I did not watch, you know, the, uh, the rebuttal, uh, that, Apparently there is. Um, I, I went to uh, YouTube and watched the uh, CNBC version. And from the beginning to the end, I hit stop and prepared for this recording. So that's that's where I am. My goal here is to look at this presentation through the lens of the counseling framework. So what that means is I am, uh, I'm sort of taking this, this sort of strange view where I am putting myself in the seat of the counselor, because that's what I do for a living. And that's, you know, the training and background that I have. And I am taking not Joe Biden, but the message as though it is coming from a, an entity. So you could say this is a message from Joe Biden, the Democrats, like whatever you want there. But I'm, I'm looking at, at, at it. Um, so I'm, I'm parting the Joe Biden, the human, uh, from Joe Biden, the representative of the United States as the president, so that I can see them separately. Right. So like what it does is it helps me to be less biased towards uh, Joe Biden, the person, because of his uh, philosophical, um, you know, takes uh, his his message and all of that stuff. So I, I can still see the whole person of the individual of Joe Biden and President Biden, you know, as as a person and. I can then separate out going, okay, this is a political message. And I want to, I want to look at that uniquely. Okay. So that, that's what I'm doing now. I, uh, default now there's all these different theories and what I've actually started to do. And I, I had to pause because I need to get ready for clients. Uh, but what I'm starting to do is put together a framework that I can post and you, you can have access to it. I'm going to, I'm going to put it up on my website. Um, hopefully today, uh, we'll see how much time I have. I've got an awful busy day, so it might not get up until tomorrow or Friday, but that framework is going to outline some theoretical uh, approaches and different kinds so that you can go in and get more informed. You know, what a lot of people don't understand without going to graduate school and spending thousands of hours doing training on theory and approaches is that there are a plethora of options when it comes to theory, like a bunch of them. And they, they, they have, you know, I think it's six, six different categories, you know, got your humanistic, cognitive, behavioral, um, not to be mistaken as the same, you hear cognitive behavioral, but that's a combination of the two. Um, it's psychoanalytic. I mean, there's these different categories, systemic. And what we want to do is take a look at the human being sitting in front of us. In this case, the politician sitting in front of us and break it down based on a specific framework, because what that allows us to do is then identify 
the puzzle pieces as accurately as we can based on a sound theoretical approach. That doesn't mean we see everything. You know, you've heard me tell the story about the three blind people approaching an elephant. You know, we're going to miss stuff. Uh, you know, no matter what approach we take, we will miss stuff. There's, there, there is a reality to that. And if we do it well, we're going to miss less. We're going to provide more insight as, as my sign, if you're watching on rumble says, Healthy perspectives. That's what we want. We want healthy perspectives. And so as we break it down based on theory, uh, that's a good step. All right. And practice is another step. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, my theoretical approach, uh, empathy, that, that means I got to come in with an open mind to see the world as if I'm the other person. In other words, in this situation, I broke it down into two categories. I need to see the world as if I am Joe Biden. I can never be Joe Biden, but I want to try to attempt to see it as if I'm him. I want to also attempt to see the world as if I'm a Democrat president of the United States. I've never been the Democrat president of the United States. So another impossibility, but empathy, we get credit for effort. So I'm going to empathize with those two very important perspectives. Then unconditional positive regard. Unconditional positive regard means acceptance as you are. That doesn't mean I agree with you. That doesn't mean I like what you have to say, but it's a separation of the person from the problem. All right. Now, the United States is very complex, as is the man Joe Biden. And so by attributing unconditional positive regard, it allows me to be non-judgmental. It's not me like that doesn't mean I won't have my own opinions, thoughts, ideas. And, you know, there are going to be times where I'm going to be like, yeah, dude's wrong. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, but there's other times where because of that open-minded, this non-judgmental stance, I'm going to be able to see more clearly at times the things that, uh, you know, influence and affect the message. And so I will attempt to do that. All right. I'm not going to break down his speech. Just so you know, I'm giving you framework. That's the therapeutic approach that I'm giving you today. I'm using this speech as a way of helping you see what that leads to and how that conversation might go in a therapeutic session. Okay. If we're doing, if we're attempting to do a good job and show care and respect. Um, and that comes to the next part, relationships. We know that 80 plus percent of all success in therapy, all of it, is based on the client's perception of the relationship being a good, healthy, uh, respectful, uh, safe relationship. We know that. That's, that's just a, a reality. No matter what approach you pick, no matter what theory you subscribe to, 80% of our work is in connecting to caring about the client because if they perceive it as a good, healthy, respectful, uh, loving, kind relationship, their healing improves, not just their perception of it, but their actual healing in life, their ability to function at higher levels outside of therapy goes up. And we, that's the, that's the big win. That's what we're going for. So relationship and relationships, as you know, we've gone over this before, trust, truth, effective communication, love, you know, there's, there's components to, uh, relationships that are just required. You gotta have them. If, if I don't care about a client, then I, I can only fake it for so long. Um, I, you know, I, I can try, 
Um, but if I don't care, I don't care. And that client deserves somebody different because I just can't get there. I just, I can't, I can't get there. Um, that thank goodness. I'm so grateful for this. That rarely happens to me. Um, uh, I can't, I can't actually think about the last time that that occurred. Uh, but it can occur and it has occurred where something in their life has interfered with my ability to care as deeply as I need to, to affect change in a positive way. So they get, they get referred. And then I look for congruence and incongruence. Now, let me break those down a slightly different way. Uh, those of you who've been with me, you know, congruence and incongruence. I'm not going to get into that. Unconditional positive regard is the biological and psychological. I accept you as you are human side. Okay. I accept you as you are democratic president, uh, not, not a Republican president, but a democratic a president. That's the biological and psychological makeup of this, uh, presentation, this, uh, state of the union uh, address. Uh, the relationship is the social and cultural. All right. And then the congruence and congruence is the bedrock, the moral, the spiritual, in that category. So you also may hear therapists say something like biological, psychological, sociological, cultural, and spiritual. And the reason that we say that is because those are aspects of the individual that need attention. We cannot ignore any one of those. Well, let's say they, they say, I, well, I'm not religious in any way. Okay. Are you spiritual in any way? Because a lot of people who say they're not religious say they're spiritual. Um, uh, what if uh, what if they say, you know, like my my biology is just absolutely impeccable. I have a perfect brain. I had a client tell me that not too long ago. I have a perfect brain. I know because they scanned the thing and they told me I have a perfect brain. Now, I don't even know what that means because I've, I've never seen a perfect brain. Like I've never seen the perfect heart because the perfect heart has scars. Right. So, you know, what does it mean? I don't know. Um, but then we, we, in all of these categories, we challenge, uh, we don't accept, uh, the, the reality they present as though it is the only reality. We accept them as a whole person, but we challenge their ideas, their thoughts, their feelings, their, their concepts, because through that challenging process, growth can occur. Insight can occur. If we uh, affirm them straight up from the beginning, we can actually harm them as therapists. So we don't want to do that. I don't want to take Joe Biden, the person who made this presentation, uh, at perfect face value because that is an injustice to our relationship. Now, I don't really actually have a relationship with the guy, uh, but that would be an injustice. Um, that would be unfair to, to him to not, to not keep my mind, my heart, my, my system open to the ideas that he's presenting, but also the skeptical nature of like, is it right? Is it good? Is it healthy? What scale are you using? Right? Like that's an important part to keep alive and active. And the same would be true when we look at a, a Democrat president of the United States, that other, as I described, the other part of, of the presentation. Now they're mixed together in the, in the, uh, 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 the state of the union address. They're mixed together. So parting them out is one of those aspects of the therapeutic approach. And I look for congruence and incongruence. Where does this fit? And it's accurate based on what I know and I see and based on him, his history, his present, his hopes and fears for tomorrow. Where is it accurate or inaccurate? And so looking at that from a, a skeptical lens is actually a therapeutically good approach. 
We don't want to just accept it as it is. We want to, we want to push back appropriately, not saying, oh, he's lying about everything. He's just a bad, bad man um, and a bad, bad president or a good, good man and a good, good president. Like those would be my biases getting in the way if I did either one of those. It's, it's I start with, okay, what is he saying as, as a man? And as a Democrat president of the United States, what is he saying? Tease those apart a little bit. Okay. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to shift like, okay. So I'm going to tease one more thing apart real quick before I go. Uh, if I were writing a note on the speech after the speech, there's, there's two things that I would highlight as interesting. Um, I, I would, you know, I would go through and do a, a normal, uh, you know, post-session assessment, um, in which I, I haven't put that out there so that y'all can see it. I probably, I might think about doing that too. Um, but there, there is this, uh, framework that I use where I talk about mood, affect, emotion. Um, I talk about body language, stuff like that. And we really, as therapists, we're really looking at a lot of things. And I, I see this thing all the time. I've got a pretty detailed one that I've put together, uh, that helps me pick up on things like were they chewing their fingernails? Uh, were they more fidgety than usual, less fidgety than usual? Did they have any strange ticks? Right? We all have different like nuanced ticks of sorts. And you know, we want to be paying attention to those. Uh, but in his uh address, there were two things that really stuck out as significant because they're, they're different than a lot of the addresses I've seen in the past. Now there's, there's a lot of similarities, you know, identifying a bunch of people in the crowd. That's pretty typical. You know, there's, um, you know, there's the, the idea of stating what the, the state of the union is. Well, you know, he waited until the end to do it, but he did state what he thinks the state of the union is. Um, and then, you know, but there were two things I'm going to highlight these. I know I've said it a few times, but there was a defensiveness about his approach that I found interesting. And it actually created some confrontational moments. Now that's, that's both normal and not normal. It's normal because there, there is some, you know, there's, there's philosophical differences between Democrats and Republicans. And so we typically see one, one side standing up, the other one is not, and so on. Um, but in his uh, address, he was very defensive at times and extremely confrontational at times. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. I'm talking about significantly more than is typical. Um, they, they all do to a degree. They're a little more nuanced. Usually his was overtly defensive and overtly confrontational. Um, he did, however, do a really good job of biting his tongue at certain points. And so, you know, that showed some restraint. Uh, what, whatever that means, you know, that, that, that's, that's actually, you know, when we're talking about politics, that's probably a good thing. We want to have some level of restraint, uh, because philosophically there's just different opinions in the room. It's just the way it is. Okay. So, um, the way you say it is powerful. This, I'm giving you a philosophy of my therapeutic approach. The way you say it is powerful. It matters. I really want to pay attention to the words. I want to pay attention to the body language. I want to pay attention to the paraverbals. I really want to pick up because it's powerful. It's important. And what you don't say in a therapeutic setting 
is more powerful. Okay, you're going, hmm, what does that mean? Look, we intentionally leave things out. So as a therapist, one of the things I look for are the secrets, the lies, and the deceptions. Where is it that you're exaggerating or minimizing? Where is it that you're leaving, you're omitting information because that's a form of a lie, even if it's a version of secrets, but it's still in that category. Lies, secrets, and deceptions. Those are really important for me to pick up on because I, as a therapist, have to find ways to get to know you as you are. And you clearly, if you're telling lies, keeping secrets, or being deceptive, you clearly have some defense mechanisms so that I don't know you in the way that you are, but the way that you want me to know you. And politicians are very, very good at this. We know this. This is no secret. So I'm looking for those things. Let me give you an example of this as, as I was observing. Uh, I was, I was bringing some, some baggage. So let it be clear that this is, this is baggage that I am bringing into it because I have curiosities just like you and everybody else. And so I was waiting to hear about things like inflation. Yeah, he covered that pretty well. Um, you know, do, do I agree or disagree? That's a different conversation, but he did go into it. He didn't just ignore it. All right. So agree or disagree. We didn't have ignoring. So that's, that's actually a positive thing. Um, but what was left out? Let me give you a list I put together without going out and, and seeing what others are putting together. But there is a list that I have put together of curiosities that I had going into the State of the Union. Uh, I went in with, there's, there's a lot of racial tension. So I wanted to see how uh, the president was going to navigate racial tension. And I was, um, I was left unimpressed, you know, in terms of the depth that he went into it. He kept it pretty superficial, which is great uh, in some ways and terrible in other ways. Uh, we, we have this divide going in, uh, into it. And I really uh, would love, if we're talking about social, uh, you, you know, um, fairness, uh, I would really love to see a president. Uh, this is just my own bias. I would love to see a president who directly addresses it in a way that is healthy and good. Now, what is that? Now, that depends on who you are, what it looks like. Uh, I, I, he did address some aspects of it pretty directly. Uh, you know, he had Tyree Nichols' parents there um, addressing that. Uh, but that was more of, he was focusing more on the police side of it. Mm. That's, I mean, that's a thing. Uh, we want to address that, but that wasn't what I was, I was kind of thinking we might get um, with a, a strong stance because r racial uh, uh, divide, it, it can go any direction. Somebody in the, in the politic arena has got to stand up uh, like a grown up and say, you know, racism, no matter where it's flowing, is bad and unhealthy, period. Like that, that is where as a country we need to go at some point when I look at it from a therapeutic lens, uh, it, because there, there's no other option. There's, there's no other option that's going to be even remotely healthy. None. So that didn't happen. Now that's okay. I mean, you know, he's not going to get it all perfect. He, he has a limited amount of time. Uh, I was also curious about the department of justice. Where was that going to come into the speech? It didn't, uh, classified documents. 
Not a thing in this speech. Uh, the omittance, the, 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 the idea of just ignoring it uh, causes me a little bit of concern because what is the client not saying? What are they hiding? Secrets, lies, and deceptions. Uh, how about the job losses that are coming this year? I'm hearing a lot of news about job losses happening right now. Layoffs occurring uh, in bigger organizations. How about the value of the dollar on the global market? And like he addressed inflation here in the United States and making products here in the United States. I'm, I'm glad to hear some of that stuff. But what about on the global market? How's the dollar holding up? Uh, risk of the big war in Ukraine as a result of our actions or inactions regarding that didn't come up. Uh, he did say he was going to stand behind Ukraine. That's that's fine. Like, you know, as the president, he's got purview uh, that I don't have. Uh, he's hopefully making the decision based on what's best for you and me as citizens of the United States. Uh, but what is the risk? You know, give us some level of like, you know, hey, it's a 50-50 chance or, hey, you know, I think it's about 80% chance this is going to this is gonna die itself down and we're going to be fine and no big deal. Um, you know, to, then, then I move on to technology contained in the balloon. Uh, this, this one, uh, I was waiting for too. And this is the last one I'm going to bring up for today. Uh, but I, I kind of thought that there might be some conversation about the technology in the balloon or the intent of the balloon. Like what was it for? Because it potentially causes, uh, major issues for us. And so what I wanted to leave you is this framework that I came up with. Um, this is actually, I didn't come up with it. Let's be real. Uh, I have studied and adopted different aspects of frameworks, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, the humanistic view or the systemic view. And I came up with this framework for assessing, right? Cause then the next step is to diagnose and treat. Well, I can't diagnose accurately if I can't assess accuracy. And so this is a framework for which I, I start from, this is not a complete entire thing, but it's a framework to start from. And now that I have started from this framework and I have this open-minded idea in my head of what's going on and including some of the questions that I still have, now I can go out and look at the left stuff and the right stuff and the independent stuff and the, you know, the, the extreme and the, the middle of the road. And I can start looking at what others are thinking and seeing about this too. And what I ultimately hope to do, as I would hope you might do as well, is put together the framework so that I can see as much of the elephant as possible and within reason knowing that I'm always going to have blind spots, just like you will always have blind spots, just like President Biden has blind spots, just like all the Democrats have blind spots, all the Republicans have blind spots, and put as much of the elephant together as I can, as I'm blindly, uh, you know, grasping at what is this thing? What is this thing, this state of the union? All right, that's a complicated process, but it's really important that we partake like this. I appreciate you joining me. Uh, you'll go to my website and see if you can find the document. I'll, I'll try to get it posted in the next day or so, uh, so that you can have this, this, some of this framework. I'll go into a little bit more detail. Um, but take a look and let me know. You, let, uh, let me know what you think. Always. I love feedback. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information.